from worlds beyond to right at the gaming table. These are All My Fantasy Children. Welcome all to All My Fantasy Children. My name is Aaron Catano Saez. And my name is Jeff Stormer. And this is All My Fantasy Children. It's a tabletop-inspired, world-building, storytelling, and character creation podcast where every week we take a listener prompt and create a fantasy world, one character at a time. Yes, we do. But yeah, it's a lot of fun, and I want to do kind of all of the fun things that we do in our intros. Um, my first one is, what's getting you excited this week, Jeff? Oh, God, what is getting... You'd think I would prepare. <laughs> You'd think I would have prepped even a little bit for this question, despite the fact that we talk about it every week. Is no prep all off the dome, bruh. Oh, uh, gosh. Um, I can go I don't first. know, what do you got? Yeah, what do you got? Um, mine is the... So you, like, oh, I mentioned it to you before, but uh, the tweet that you, like, you co-signed was one about, like, fuck deadlines and like you know you need to take care of yourself first so my whole thing lately has been what's getting me excited is like just trying to take care of myself in all facets of everything i do okay um which it sounds strange to say out loud but it's like little things like being like i'm gonna do this much work and then say fuck it or like if work texts me and like I'm feeling comfortable fiscally that week. They're like, hey, do you want the night off? We don't need you. I'm like, yes, I would. Fuck it, because I need to rest. And like trying to just balance myself out and make myself not stress about deadlines and am I working enough? Trying to just enjoy more of my day. And that's what's getting me excited because I feel really good. I like that. I'm yeah. into that. Um, my Also, I'll, I'll use this to plug a reminder that I did this on my own pace, and it took fucking eons, but I feel good about it. Um, every episode of the show is now on the OneShot website, and it was fucking grueling putting 154 pieces of media up there through WordPress. But, like, I enjoyed it. I put on some music, I listened to some podcasts, and I was burning through, like, 40 episodes a day. And now I they're all that. up there. But, like, I just did it in my own—that was my lesson to me, was, like— no one is, like, fucking biting at the bit. Like, everyone will wait if they're up yeah. there. You know what I mean? Oh, they're finding on Spotify or something. Like, I don't need to put this pressure on myself that I tend to. And it's getting me excited to kind of feel good. I dig it. I dig it. Yeah. So, uh, I've been re- I've been big on, like, organization in the last, like, week or two. That is excellent. I've been doing a lot of, like, Google Drive stuff. Ooh, that's uh, really good organization. I started falling down that rabbit hole and then realized what's getting me excited is that my goddamn game came out. Yo. I was all like, I'm going to talk about, you know, mapping things out and scheduling. No, fuck that. My game came out. <laughs> fuck that shit. Oh, now what if I, you know what? I've been really kind of trying to like structure content releases. No, fuck that. My game came out. Boom. Hey, Aaron. No, I'm really excited to hear about your, your taking care of stuff. <laughs> but fuck you. My game came out. It's all very interesting. <laughs> fuck you. Sh- fuck your shit. I don't know if you've heard of this game called Mission. It's like, imagine me placing like these little like signs on a table that are like, take care of yourself. Beat your own pain. <laughs> you walk, you kick open the door, throw a drink in my face, sweep all that shit off the table and slam a copy of Mission Impossible down. <laughs> fuck you. My game came out. <laughs> what is what? Tell me about this game, Jeff. Uh, Mission accomplished. It's a, it's a role playing game of super spies and office meetings. Uh, it's the PDF got shipped to backers this week, uh, Wednesday specifically, and uh, yeah, it's out in the world now. So like, it 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 will go on sale. Uh, the PDF goes on sale, I think, in two weeks. I think the first week of February, 
And then, like, the end of February, so we're waiting, like, a month to a month and a half to, like, start the, really start the the print process in earnest. But, like, yeah, backers have a copy of the game now, which is pretty much as great as it can get. Fuck yes. Um, my, my verbal hug kind of early to take from that is like a lot of the times when you're grinding, I hate that word, but like a lot of times when you're working towards something that's like in the future, you know, you're building towards something. It feels Mm -hmm. like you're just laying like the building blocks of things. And you're like, oh my God, when is this going to pay off? When is this plant going to grow fruit? It, it's so cool to see your plant fucking bearing fruit. This has been a long time coming. It's been a very long time coming. And we're all so ready. It's been a very long time coming. I'm so ready to fucking roll up some office capers and, like, super spy mishaps. I'm very excited. I'm excited to, like, let just have people play the game and talk about it. Like, I'm hype. I'm super, super hype. We'll talk about it next episode. We'll make a super spy. I mean, we can't. Like, there's not that much to the game, Aaron. If we're rich, (laughs) you're going to do it. You're just going to play. Like, there's not that much. Don't tell shh, Jeff. Try to hype. No, I get it. I get it. I can hype. I can <laughs> hype all I want, but I'm just saying, like, I understand the limitations of the game. Yeah, that game is and it's limitless, Jeff. We're gonna play Dungeons and Dragons Fifth Edition, set in the world of Mission Impossible. Mi- Damn you it! You keep saying Mission. You Wait, keep, did I say Mission Impossible the first time? You said it several times. You're kidding me. You actually IM me uh, when I sent you a copy of the game last week. You IM me. Oh shit, Mission Impossible! You've got to be joking. Which is which is impressive considering that you had the the game in front of you. Well, as I've you literally wrote that been message. getting fucking emails about it for months. <laughs> oh, everyone! I you are witnessing my firsthand embarrassment on this because I'm like literally literally be looking at it, scrolling <laughs> through a PDF and being like, Mission Impossible sounds great. Tom Cruise never looked better. <laughs> Wow, I can't believe Jeff got this opportunity. That oh license could not God. have been easy That's to get. That's so fucking embarrassing. I can't believe this light. Can't believe he got this license. <laughs> crying. Fuck, I'm like scrolling through our Google chat. Like, motherfucker. You actually specifically said, oh shit, am I? So, like, you abbreviated. <laughs> you thought the words Mission Impossible and then abbreviated it. Why accordingly. was I doing that? Literally, I just got a fucking email from it too, and I, my brain literally went, "Yeah, Mission Impossible." You you thought it and then abbreviated. Yo, it. that is fucking wild. I'm literally looking at it right now, the email, <laughs> and I still see Mission Impossible. I'm not joking. I'm literally looking. Jeff Stormer says, "I'm Mission Impossible." Fucking still see it. Ah, it's like the Mandela effect, man. It's incredible. <laughs> I it's remember this, it as Mission Impossible. This is what's getting me excited this week. <laughs> it's Mission Impossible. <laughs> So yeah, I made Mission Impossible. It was really great. I, it was really great. You Congrats. know, we had a, Tom Cruise, a, uh, Emilio Estevez. Damn, yo, you had quite a John successful Boyd. Kickstarter to fund all these actors. Yeah, yeah, we funded four movies. Oh my god, I'm gonna five? P my, I don't fucking know. There's one with Jeremy Renner. I know Jeremy Renner's in them. No, uh, I don't really care see. for him. Let's see, we got Mission Impossible. <laughs> We got Mission Impossible 2. That's where he jumps off the motorcycle. Are we really going to go through all these? Mission Impossible 3. <laughs> yep. Which I think is Ghost Protocol. Maybe. Or that's the Mission Impossible 3 is is with John, or not John C. Riley. Nope. John C. Riley's in that one. <laughs> he plays the villain. <laughs> yep. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. That's who I meant to say. Oh. Uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman is in 3. Then there's Rogue Nation. Ro- then also Ghost Protocol. Ghost Protocol is fun. Is that the one with Henry Cavill? That's the one with Henry Cavill. I almost fucking dope. 
And then I think there might be a sixth, but I don't remember. There's the one in Dubai, Jeremy Renner. I know that one. I think that's I think that's Rogue Nation. Mm. Or Ghost Protocol. It's one of the two. Whatever, bro. <laughs> Let's get to it. Let's do it. So I'm really excited. Uh, we have a prompt this week, and I'm really excited to get to an episode proper because, y'all, it's the 25th of January. It's Saturday. No, we didn't release an episode on Friday because we were just talking about, fuck, these deadlines and this pressure and this stress because we all work. Anyway, prompt this week comes to us from Nick from our Discord. Nick is a member of the brilliant podcast Tabletop Squadron at Tabletop. recording with them tomorrow. Fuck, Boom. At tabletop underscore squad, follow them, check out their show, and and they do a lot of great stuff. They play a Star Wars actual play. I'm a big fan. Fuck that. We're playing Mission Accomplished tomorrow. Are you really? You're playing Mission Impossible? Yeah, yeah we're playing Mission Impossible. It's gonna be really, really good. I can't wait. <laughs> uh, I am playing Emilio Estevez's character. Oh, cool. Can I guest as a uh, uh, John C. Riley's villain? Yeah. Yes. I'll but just be a voiceover. A, you have to do a John C. Riley impression. Okay. I can't do it, but I'm. <laughs> Oh, how's it going, everybody? <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, I don't actually, I feel like that's a very hard impression, Like, which is weird, because he has a very distinctive voice. Very. Like, a very distinctive voice and mannerisms, yet I also feel like it is an impossible impression to pull off. 100,000%. But the prompt this week is, prompt, sing me a song, the Banana Man. Sing me a song tonight. <laughs> All right. So, Chef. Of course, my initial thought is, in one of our episodes called Pickles the Pickle, we introduced the concept of mascots and fantasy being this traditional tabletop paladin-esque role, where it's a person in a mascot suit is like the guardian of a town, is like the, you know, the icon of a town. Like, every town essentially has an All Might, and that's their Mm -hmm. mascot. Like, a symbol, you know? It's like their symbol of whatever, you know, can be many things depending on the town. Like Pickles the Pickle was like one of courage and like standing up for the little guy and, you know, protecting small businesses. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. the Banana Man, yes. which we'll just call them ban- the Banana for now. I think we'll go with the Banana. It's in the prompt. We can go with Banana Man. Okay. So the Banana Man, who are they? They're a hero. They're a mascot. They're a symbol of something in a town. And they sing me a song. All right, so we got to break down. I, Aaron, I had to put something aside at the, like when we started recording because I actually have a ton of questions off the bat. I thought the banana because man. I, I know that we've both Googled banana mascot. Oh, I've been looking at these images and, I'm, and I'm they're so good. A, I'm seeing a lot of variety and I really need to break down the specifics of the banana mascot outfit before we can really get into yes. like what we're looking like what we're looking at and talking about. So listeners, right now, I need you to pause Open banana mascot suit Google images and have at it. Just enjoy. Okay. Look at that as know that we're with you as we're talking. First big question. Okay. Is there is it a banana with a face? Like the face <laughs> oh, is in the banana. Horrifying. Or is it a banana with a circle and then a human face or like a hu- or like a person's face? peeking through the center of the banana see no does the banana have a face or do you see a person's face through the banana it's a mascot we, we talked about this kind of having that spider-man um spider-verse like anyone can wear the mask feel you know where okay. it's about like where it's like this might be generational you know what i mean like and then someone else takes up the mantle this is like batman okay. you know like banana with beyond. Face. Sure. yes banana, banana with, with face. face okay 100 uh, percent. so question two okay peeled or unpeeled Oh God! Like as I'm seeing some that are peeled, yeah, yeah, and I'm seeing yeah. some that are which which is it peeled or unpeeled? Um, 
for peeled is a very interesting look. It is very. It's a very. Oh, it's haunting. There's one that says Barmy Banana Mascot, and it's not good. The suit. Um, I am gonna vote. Oh, 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 peeled, but only on the sides, so they look like shoulder pauldrons. Okay, because uh, I was the so next question was gonna be top peeled or bottom peeled because I'm looking Ew, at no two of bottom them. peeled is a cursed image. <laughs> bottom peeled is that fucking uh, Halloween store costume that every you roll up to the party thinking you're gonna be a riot and everybody wants to just slap you in the banana mouth. <laughs> everybody wants you to go home. Everyone tells you like, oh, look at my big old banana. Like, get out of here, you suck. Go home, please. Jeez, you literal walking Reddit who post. In, who in, who in invited you i'm the host no you have to leave your own house get out this is my house now sleep in the yard sleep in the yard and burn the banana suit as an effigy Um, okay uh next question okay clothes yay or nay (laughs) like a bare leg because i'm seeing some with clothes i'm seeing some with clothes i'm seeing some that are bananas uh, oh, 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 you like mean, there's oh. like there's bananas in pajamas. Yeah. There's here. There's a banana that's wearing what I think to be some sort of repairman costume. Mm. Here's a banana in boxer shorts. Oh, like, I hate we've that. got some clothing. What is it? Clothes or unclothes? I like the idea of here's it. a here's a banana in a t-shirt with no pants, which makes it look upsetting. Yes, it's upsetting. I'm going to say that the um, it's just the banana and that no, it has to have the banana legs. So I would say yellow pant. I would say like it's a pant coming out of the banana shape. Well, because what we can offer is uh, several of the mascots I'm seeing have differently colored arms and legs, like yes. maybe red. Oh, or I black. see the red one. The red and well, the red one is good. I like that. I one. like the red adult one. costume. That one, yeah, spot sound. yeah, yeah. Yeah, I like that um, that French banana costume because it's spotsound.fr. Um, and I hope y'all are enjoying this award nominated audio. Um, yeah, I think different arms and legs because they wear, like, they're a warrior. You know, they're a hero. They could be, like, wearing armor under there. You know what I mean? Yeah. Is it that kind of feel or is it, like, a zentai, like a bodysuit? Okay. And it depends on what, like, who the wielder is or is it always one color? No, I, I think you think it's one color because I think it's yellow? one outfit. Is it yellow? No. Because it's a banana. Okay. Yellow banana, green banana. I'm thinking yellow banana, like a like pretty classic banana, legs yeah. and arms sticking out of the banana. Um, if you put in banana mascot suit, I'm thinking along the lines of number five, the adult ma- the adult costume, the spot sound out fr. Okay, la banane, the la banane. Yeah, of course. I'm thinking that. Um, but in the the suit color is now, what? If you look Green? at the first picture, if you look at the friendlystock.com stock art of a banana mascot, there's one that I need. There's two that I need to point out to you. Okay. Just the detail that uh, one of the bananas is very buff. Then one hundred percent, it's a is the mascot suit buff though. No, the banana. It's a banana, but like buff arms and legs. <laughs> now I'm looking at a picture from WJC from WJCL Radio. Yeah, of a banana that has that is in fact ripped with a six pack and sunglasses. Oh, so now we're up in the ante. But also, I'm also seeing one from Banana Shoot. Uh-huh. Banana shot, which appears to be some sort of esports team. Okay, that is a buff banana with a machine gun. No, absolutely not. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna stick with the Savannah Bananas mascot. Yay! Hold on, that now has a name. I also sent you a very cursed image. If you're interested, uh, the, but in case you're wondering, the Savannah Bananas mascot's name is Split. 
Split. Okay. Split. So I'm not stealing. I'm not giving money to the banana, the Savannah bananas. Even though I love Savannah, my alma mater for grad school. Lovely, lovely time. Take take a Take a look at Split here. This is awful. <laughs> oh, Split. Oh, yeah. I've seen Split. Split. I have Savannah banana merchandise in my home. Uh, Split is cursed, and I don't. I don't like that image. They went so hard with that marketing campaign, and it made me uncomfortable. Oh, I also don't like this out. This one at all. The one I sent you. Yeah, the yeah. one I sent you is very bad. We'll post all of these on Twitter after the episode. Don't have any of these. Okay, it's buff arms and legs. I'm thinking. I like a nice red. You like buff the red? arms and legs. Okay. Banana face. Big smile. Big smile. Uh, Here's what I'm going to propose. Okay. Face emote. We are 17 and a half minutes in. <laughs> face has to emote, Aaron. The face. Oh, it's yeah. Gotta, it's, it's mystical. It's magical. It's got to talk to you. It's got to talk to you. It's bigger. Like, it's bigger than just a mascot suit, Jeff. This is magic. You know, the person in the mascot suit, like, fuels the suit. Like, you know what I mean? It's kind of like Iron Man, if your very magical essence in your heart was the core. Yes. <laughs> that show sucks. Um, yeah, so it emotes, like it talks, it, the face shapes. Now, now that we have the outline of what the banana looks like. So we've got, we've got a good picture of our banana mascot. Yes. Um, so are we using he, him pronouns? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So feel sing me a that. song, the banana man, sing me a song tonight. So we know what they look like. What is the town that they protect, that they are the symbol of, you know, um, and because is, is the food we we mentioned the last time in like a town called Appleton has a chef because the costumes got switched. So like the town doesn't have to grow bananas. There's nothing to do no, with no, no, that. No. But um what do you what town what's the town? So here's what I immediately leap to. Yeah. Cause we'll fill in some details and then kind of figure things out from there. What I immediately leap to about the idea of like sing me a song, sing me a song tonight is like a lullaby. Mm. It's like a is like a keeping you safe at night, like a providing comfort when the night is is like scary and cold. You've described Batman. That is that is literally Batman. Uh, Aaron, I don't know that Batman necessarily sings people lullaby. No, but I feel like I've missed that. I feel like I've missed that issue where Batman shows up in a child's bedroom and is like, "Hello, child." That's what you meant. Like literally, Banana Man comes up and is like, "La la la, la la la." Like, no, what? No, I thought I you meant to keep this safe. I meant like a like a safety and also comfort. It's like, just the fact that you were immediately like Batman does that. <laughs> okay. and I was like, does he? I don't know comic books, Jeff. Um, so okay, that gives me an image of this is a bard. Yeah, for sure. So, and we don't really we ever talked about what like bard bards can bards in fantasy. I think me it means many things. Um, it's like you're you can be a historian, like we talked about with the mm-hmm. Jellical episode, where you know you you know the history of fantasy, you write plays about it, you know it's artsy, it's this and that. But also the the power, like the traditional bardic, like in tabletop, where it's like magic songs. I get that image, and the mascot suit, this one in particular, this banana with these with this mouth that you said emotes. It mm-hmm. gives me the feeling if we're doing Iron Man rules, where like you power the suit in this case, the banana suit. I'm thinking voice amplification, bardic songs, magic songs, like okay. like a mixture of Banshee from uh, X Men. And like something where like, you know, if I were to do like the bard songs and tabletop games, it's like adds plus five to your tack. If I were to sing a song, it would like amplify throughout the town and like everyone can now like bench press 600 pounds for an hour. Is that how they keep them safe? 
hmm, you know, what are you feeling? I immediately, of course, go to, like, ultimate fantasy bullshit, you know? Or is it much simpler? Is it much calmer? Is it... I picture something calmer. Okay, so this is a gentle banana man. I picture a gentle banana... I picture it like the banana man... I like a magical power. Okay, I'm always about a magical power. The magical power power that I kind of leap to is like a shadow dancer. Go, please elaborate. I don't know what that means. Somebody that, like, so the shadow dancer's whole thing is they can, like, dance through shadow. Oh. Which I'm, I'm going to expand on that now that I've realized I just said, like, the baker's thing is that they bake. <laughs> kind of. Um, I was like, this one's your response? Oh. <laughs> um, so basically the idea is that, like, they are generally, like, rogues or thieves that, like, jump through shadows, right? Like, they can they can teleport through shadows from place to place and use shadows as gateways going from spot to spot. Yeah. So what I kind of picture of the Banana Man is someone that, like, provides, like, comfort and support and, like, watches over you or protects you when you need it, leaning a little bit into Batman, and does it for a bunch of people by way of being like, I'm here when you need me, and then I'm gonna step through this shadow in the wall or in the corner or, like, step through your bed, like, through your bedroom closet door, and then I'm no longer there. But when you need me, like, you just have to ask, and the Banana Man will be here. It's a very positive Howdy Man. Yeah. Because Howdy Man traveled through shadow to murder people. Banana Man, conversely. (laughs) No, but, okay. So, what that tells me is, in the theme of this episode where we talked for, like, ten minutes about, like, I think they're kind of an emotional support Banana Man. Okay. Where, like, this is a leader in the town and, like, someone you can talk to about stuff who keeps you positive. Because the image alone is very silly. It evokes mm-hmm. a very, like, positive, fun feel. I think this is someone you can, like, come and talk to when you need support. Or if you need, mm. like, a hand around the house. You know, mm. if you need someone to chop wood for you, like, because you're too tired from work. Banana Man is on call. Banana Man is there for you when you need him. <laughs> it's, I'm, I'm I like st- this. I like this. And I want to add the detail that, that jumped into my head. I want to jump into the detail of my head. Because I, I like the idea... Leaning a little bit into, like, what is exciting you this week is, I like the idea that part of the Banana Man's quest is, like, no, is, like, finding ways to balance, because, like, what I want to throw out. The banana is the perfect design, Jeff, is that what you're getting at? And it has perfect a balance? Wait, a little bit. Please. Yes. No, what I wanna get, yes. What I, the idea I want to throw out is dancing through shadows, helping people, like, late at night, comforting them while they sleep. Obviously, what I'm picturing is that the Banana Man is also murdering nightmare monsters <laughs> and, like, shadow monsters in sort of a vigilante fashion. That is the last thing! That was the most Aaron bullshit that's ever come out of your mouth. We were like, they're basically Taskrabbit. And you're like, they murder nightmares. <laughs> what I'm proposing is that, like, you know, last week in our previous episode, we discussed a nightmare space. We did. That, like, I'm imagining... Perhaps this is a town, perhaps this is the town where the tear of the nightmare space was formed. Perhaps this is the town where a tear is. Either way, there are nightmares. Mm-hmm. There are entities created of our collective subconscious fears that, like, in the shadows of the night, like a child looking out in their bedroom and seeing the movement of shadows, Some there, sometimes there's something there. Mm-hmm. And the Banana Man, as silly as he is, as ridiculous a figure as he is, it will be there if you ask him to sing you a song and sing you back to sleep. He will be there and he will see, sit with you. He will tell you it's okay. He will sing you to sleep with a gentle, like, soothing bardic lullaby that just is exactly what you need. You know, if what you need is 
three minutes of screaming thrash metal, he will produce he'll produce a chorus of screaming thrash metal. If you need like beautiful hymnal hymnal uh chorus, like he will pro- he will produce an entire hymnal chorus from from his throat. What he then does is viscerally de- uh, just eviscerate. This oh, yeah. like this nightmare. This like it's you know the slender man starts to like crawl out from a corner and he rips his arms out and beats him to death with his arm <laughs> like rips his arms out of his <laughs> sockets and beats Christ. him to death and then sits and then's like okay shh, shh, it's okay it's okay shh, shh, it's okay yeah. <laughs> give me no. motherfucker no. <laughs> how dare you come in my friend's home okay so. I like this idea of a guardian who, like, kind of makes you feel comfortable in your own space, essentially. Because if your town is... Okay, this is a town where, like, a stitch, a seam has been ripped. A stitch has been made. You know, cuts of space. Nightmares are pouring out. Horrible beings of fear. These beyond demons somewhere, like, you know, something else. Freddy's Krueger and Slender's Man. Slender Men? (laughs) Slender Men. Slender Men. Um, (laughs) Just, like, bad shit. You know, things that evoke, that create fear. Um... We can call them nightmares, and perhaps, yeah. uh, uh, um, can I give you a pitch? Yeah. People who create tears, create stitches to the nightmare space, they are called fear callers, and okay. they, pull them a- they pull them across. They rip a tear. Sure. So wherever there is a fear caller, well, in this town, there is one, perhaps, like up on the mountain, maybe. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like an outside of town, and they are causing havoc in the town of what? We'll go Thistle Bottom Cove. I'm sorry. Did my I lose mic, you? No, no, my mic cut out for your mic. My ear headphones cut out for a second. I, I thought I heard Thistle Bottom Cove, and I was like, "Hold on, let me let me wait for this, the connection to reestablish." <laughs> Thistle Bottom Cove uh, is currently being plagued out off in the coast. Off, yeah. If you look off at, from Thistle Bottom Cove at the what's a, what's a place in Mount, Mount Holly area like South Jersey you want to shout? Oh out? God. Um... Or like a business or something. I'm thinking about it. I gotta think it through. I gotta think it through. Uh, I mean, there's. I mean, Dad's immediately comes to mind. If you look out from Dad's, Dad's Bar and Grill. Yeah. Um, and it's just on the edge of town, like where this cliff, you know, overlooks the ocean. It's a really beautiful bar and restaurant where you sit on the deck, you enjoy sunset. But as the sun goes down, this building in the distance on this tiny island outside of town that's like the water's too choppy to reach. You could it's never a, get it's there. A, it's a lighthouse. Like, it's a lighthouse on the water. And in it is a fear caller and someone who just is kind of an asshole and has been who ripped a seam and continues to rip seams because I'm seeing the banana mascot as someone who kind of closes the curtain. Like that's mm-hmm. the kind of image I get from like <clears throat> sing me a song tonight, like help me out. I need someone yeah. to keep me safe. If you imagine someone ripping open a curtain and nightmares and evil things are pouring out a fear caller, the banana man is like, Shh, everything's okay and shuts the curtain. They close the seam. You know, yeah, to the yeah, nightmare yeah. space. And, you know, and they are, they've been at constant battle ever since the founding of the town. And rather than it, it became the first Banana Man was this hero who was like, you know, we could get up and leave. We could change towns. Thistle Bottom Cove could become a ghost town, all because of this fucking fear caller, you know, who keeps ruining everything. And we could all just leave and run away. Or we could, I could stay. And I could take on this responsibility so that my town d- can sleep easy and we don't have to run away. I'll face the nightmares for them and make everyone feel comfortable so they can go about their lives without any stress or worry. And they took up the symbol of the banana. Why? 
<laughs> I couldn't say that with a straight face because I was like, really good storytelling, Aaron and Jeff. Really cool world building that there's this island, that there's this, this we set up the villain, the conflict. And then why are they a banana? So they are a banana, and here's why, Aaron. Oh, wow, you have an answer. This oh, is I got the- a very, I got, a, I got an answer that fits perfectly into the story that we're telling. Listeners, this is why Jeff Stormer is like the only person I can make this show with. I was literally kind of stressed out, being like, I don't know how we're gonna bring this back to bananas. <laughs> uh, obviously, like uh, it's not that there, it's not it's because, like you said, it's not a town that grows bananas. It's not a town that's famous for bananas. Uh, Dad's does have a delicious banana daiquiri, but that's. It, it it seems history seems to bear out that that's in response to the banana man, not caused by the banana <laughs> man. Or theme, pre- the theme drink come yeah. on, on Tuesdays. Have uh, a banana man. Have a have a banana man. It comes in a novelty plastic cup, a souvenir cup that you can keep. And then when you, you bring it, it in, the banana you get man. Half off. Yeah, exactly. Oh my god, Dad's Bar and Grill and Fantasy <laughs> is great. Dad's Bar and Grill in South Jersey. Do not go there. <laughs> uh, they do have phenomenal wings. They have phenomenal not, wings. Not piccalilli level wings, but very good. Wings. But if you ever wanted to learn of like why we talk about it, it's like it's a small rural town. Sometimes it feels like go to Dad's Barn Grill. Yeah, you'll find out fair. why yeah, real yeah, yeah. quick. You'll find out real quick. <laughs> um, and here's why, Aaron. Here's why he became a banana man. Okay, it is because like like I said, not a town that is famous for bananas. They don't grow bananas. It is because much leaning again on Batman. Okay, he knew that he had to do a grim task. Yeah. It was not going to be, you know, this was not going to be a, you sit down with the Slender Man and you reach a consensus, the Slender Man is a Slender Man. Yeah. You're not going to talk, you're not going to gently reach a consensus with, like, uh, with a Mind Flayer or, a, or like, a, sha- or a, a Peter Pan-like shadow that comes out and tries to strangle you. These are not things that you can negotiate with. No, This I'm, is a grim sorry. task. I'm Please. seeing this as very much the, um... This is kind of the element in fan because we've always been kind of weary and leery of monsters and like just you just kill them, you know what I mean, or like mm-hmm. that kind of feeling. But I feel like this is where that kind of comes in, where like there are bad things in fantasy and like things that can hurt you, and a lot of that might be this idea of like a nightmare comes yeah. in, where like this is what you grind for XP, you know what I mean, in a without guilt, without second guessing. It's like no, this is fucking bad. <laughs> These are and so. What is happening? And so, what happens is, is uh, I'm gonna name. I'm gonna give him a name. The Banana Man, the original, the original Banana Man, Banana Man Volume One. His name is Old Top Roy Steamhammer. Oh, okay. <laughs> I, th- I really think I need to call Verizon and get my internet fixed. Sorry, I just heard this staticky sound. Old Top Knob Hammer or something. No, old, old Top Roy Steamhammer. Old Top Roy Steamhammer. Oh my! So whenever we go to a steampunk convention, I'm no longer ever gonna go as Samuel Gord. I'm going to go as my original character, Roy Steamhammer. Please don't steal. Also known as Old Top. Old Old Top because their top hat reaches the sky. <laughs> old Top. So Old Top is like I got I I can't if I fight these things and people see me like fighting these horror these horror things oh I will become no better than a horror thing myself I have to take on the form of something comforting something kind of silly something that you can't quite take seriously and then the other half of that ties into the other half of his quest which is I have to be a, a humble friendly presence in this town if I'm going to do what I have to do of course I have to 
if I have to spend time cleaning up old lady, old lady McGarity's, uh, I had to clean, I had to clean her gutters. Yeah. So she looks at the banana man and goes, oh, that's just the banana man. He's harmless. So that like, if a hook horror comes for Mrs. McGarity, I can, I can fight the hook horror and not be seen as like that, that man that breaks into my house and murders things. I like this a lot because when we talked about Pickles the Pickle, you are like you're you're a member of the society of the town. Like you help open stores, you yeah. dance at the Wawa opening, you know, while also like you draw your, you know, your bow and you shoot it through a mind flare, you know. Mm-hmm. But it's that symbol. It's they all represent something different and the banana yeah. man is like laughter and comfort it's comfort. It yeah, is, it, it, is, is it is serenity. It is enjoying your life. It's that joyful bliss of like, you know, I can't take away every problem of the people of Thor. What is it? Thistlebottom? Thistlebottom Thistle Cove. Cove. I can't take away their every problem. But if there are seams being ripped to the nightmare space and nightmares are pouring through, I will handle that. And that alone, I can take away one worry from because I imagine there was a time when like, when uh, Old Top Royce, don't tell me, Old Top Roy Steambottom. Sure. Was that Steam Hammer? <laughs> no, Steam old Hammer. Top Roy Steam Hammer was like a hero of the town, was like a normal hero in town, and was like every day, like drawing their bow or their battle axe and like, you know, hacking stuff up. And everybody, you know, you see it in every fantasy movie or stuff or video game. When you show up, the townspeople run away. Yeah. You know, and it's that like, if the mascot is there though, people like cheer him on, like, get him! Fuck up that, you know, fuck up that lich, you know, get him, get him, get him beat his ass, you know, it, it becomes this thing and they're like, you know, he, he doesn't like, it, it's all might, you know, he raises his fist in the air at yeah. the end and everybody's like, oh my God, it feels so much better. He's a yeah. symbol, you know, it's, it's the banana and that means it's that much easier to process when he shows up and he's like, see your lawn's getting a little high there, Eric. And Eric is like, oh yeah, I'm just kind of beat. Been working hard down at the uh, weapon plant, you know, at the weapon store. And Banana Man's like, old Roy Steamhammer is like, I got it. You know, mows the grass. You let the Banana Man take care of this. <laughs> oh, and the whole time sings like really funny songs. And a special note I wanted to do about these. I said like a bard, you know, oh, magical songs. I want to say that the songs, he does not have a good voice. He doesn't necessarily know sure. how to sing. It is not a pleasant sound. And that's that's just kind of it, where it's about like you do what makes you happy. And you you bring joy wherever you go. And if it's like singing a song and, you know, you're while you're mowing the grass, whatever takes people away, whatever is that, like, you know, a theme of our show is like, you just escape for an hour and feel good. And you talk about fantasy, that's Banana Man, where it's like, whatever takes you away, whatever, if you want me to sing a song, I'm down. You know, if it just, if it makes you feel comfortable, if it makes you laugh, if it just, you know, gives you anything, I'll do whatever you got to do, because I like yeah. this town. Why yeah. do they, why do they have such an investment in the town? Is because like where is it where they grew up or a town they passed through and knew they could help? Uh, it's where they operate a small bar and grill called Dead. Stop! They are <laughs> they're fucking Bruce Wayne. Stop! Oh my god! Oh, yep. All right, Jeff. I'm gonna head out. Uh, I'm gonna go get some coffee, and when I come back, we're gonna finish this episode and we're gonna put a bow on it. Um, wow, that's br- really Bruce Wayne, huh? No, no. Okay, no, fine. No. I'm fucking with you. I do like the way so that means he takes off the suit or are there multiple people in suits? Is it like car hops where like you have to wear an outfit and everybody at Dad's Barn Grill is a banana man? I do like that. <laughs> you know, it could be anyone. 
Is it? But are they shoddier versions? Oh, yeah. They are the ones we're looking at right now. Yeah. They're peeled. The ones who work yes. at Dad's Bar and Grill are peeled. But does old, old top Roy Steamhammer run Dad's Bar and Grill? Oh, for sure. From the shadows or prominent? Prominently, I think. I think old top, <laughs> old top runs. Old top runs the bar. Yeah. Banana man fights monsters. <laughs> I fuck with this, and it becomes like Dad's Bar and Grill is the place where like you bring your kids, you bring your family. It is like fun in motion. That that's a regional and dated reference. It's like Chuck E. Cheese. There's what's it called in it? Uh, pie and potables. There's P and P in it and it's like it's kind of like a mall also it's like an all-encompassing fun spot to come hang out at the center of town because i'm not seeing as thorn thistle bottom cove as being a big place but at the epicenter like the town center is dad's bar and grill yeah where you can come in and get some food you can hang out you can like also as like a library it's a community center you know right at the edge of town and the office at dad's bar and grill where uh roy steamhammer sits faces that island to the fear caller and he can just watch, and he's like, just know I'm watching you at that lighthouse. Yeah. This is stupid as fuck. <laughs> very now, good. do we want to roll on tables to find out a little more about why they are the way they are? Yeah. And pull up some tables. All right, Hunter. All right, give me a, get a, grab me a D4. Uh, wow. Hold on, let me go into my dice bag. That's the pyramid looking one. I know that one. D8 and D10 are hard, and D12, give me an hour to find it. That's the pyramid one, he says. I have a glow-in-the-dark D4. Throw it against my box by Stellar Empress. Three. I get bored hunting normal prey and think of hunting something smarter. Maybe even humanoid. Okay, I'm leaving that in just I'm to show people out. how bad this is. We're going to re-roll because it's literally the worst. I'm just going to find a whole other a whole other fucking... Oh? Why are these so... Why is it so hard Why sometimes? is this so weird? <laughs> we could just do, like, but... Warrior, like, you know, like, a basic one from, like, yeah, the actual gonna book. Yeah, we're just gonna open We're gonna open up the actual book because yeah. they, are, they are frustrated. <laughs> you know, that... What a, what a great story we told. Also, he wants to hunt a man. <laughs> All right. So I pulled up the soldier background and uh, oh. we're gonna pretend we didn't just rip for, like, five minutes. Yep, about bad tabletop game background tables because who we? A lot of these are very not great and nice. Oh, all right. Give me a D8 for personality trait. D8. Oh, God. D8, go. Eight. I face problems head on. A simple direct solution is the best path to success. I like this. I like this. It's... They saw the issue in the town of being, like, covered in nightmares. Everybody's sad. No one's being productive because they're just so distracted. Like, they're not going after their... I think for the first time after Banana Man showed up, people can, like, pursue their dreams because they're less stressed. Because no one's being dragged into the shadows <laughs> and pulled apart by ghosts. Yeah. Yes. I, I'm... St- yeah, oh, God. I just feel like I've got so many things on my to-do list. Oh, my God. I'm just... I feel like I gotta get some some Patreon content out there. Yeah. God, I just, I mean, I, I, there, I wanted to get, I wanted to like check on some work stuff from, from earlier in the week, but I just, you know, I just feel like if I go outside, I'm going to fall into a shadow and get pulled limb from limb by ghosts. Oh, I like that. That gives me this idea that the, like the, the image I get then of Thorn, Thornbottom Cove is like a ghost town where like people stay in, like at night, no one goes out. And I think now, now that Banana Man has risen, yeah. bustling nightlife. It's like a yeah. nightlife. It's a spot you go for, like, night markets, bars, clubs, restaurants. People are out at night. There's fireworks. There's lanterns. They light them and they fly away. Like, it is a – it's known as, like, a never-sleeping city now. 
And it means like, and it, that's a symbol also for the fear caller in the lighthouse that's like, we are always awake. We don't yeah. fuck with this anymore. You can't just prey on us while we're asleep anymore, you piece of shit. Yep. So like, keep it, you sleep with an eye open, fear caller, because banana man's staring at you. And, on and, a, and one day you're going to wake up in the woods. <laughs> one day you're going to wake up in the woods, you know, <laughs> without any of your magical gear, and banana man's going to say, now run. And banana man's going to hunt you. <laughs> Um, but so uh, real quick, an image I get is dad's bar and grill is on this cliff, right? That overlooks the ocean, this rough, choppy, dangerous ocean. There is a literal statue that banana man built of like banana man flexing that looks right <laughs> at the Island of the fear caller. That's so bright that when the sun sets, it shines off the, like the glowing banana man. And like, he is just like, you know, this <laughs> beacon of light that blinds the fear it like fills the fear caller's tower with light so they're like ah god it's never endingly bright I hate this so much give me a d6 for an ideal oh god animal d6 go banana man five ant live and let live ideals aren't worth killing or going to war over they okay so they won't is that they won't kill the fear caller I think so I think it's 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 Listen, like we will if the fear caller wants to open the fear caller is doing something and there might come a time where it comes to blows. But, you know, putting going to war with the fear caller would be putting people in danger. Yeah, they'd have to leave, too. Yeah. You know, that's also a tough thing where it's like, well, banana man swimming to an island. <laughs> the You know, the town could get filled with nightmares. <laughs> Not even his teeth. <laughs> I like this idea that, like, Banana Man is Rambo, 100,000% fantasy Rambo. Like, everyone would be, like, you know, in a tabletop setting, like, what weapon do they use? And Banana Man would be like, all of them. <laughs> What's his armor class? I don't know. There's just this weird, like, missing no type symbol next to their armor class. <laughs> I think it's infinite. But that, like, pickles the pickle, maybe, like, strong. Banana Man is borders on overpowered. You can't use them in a tabletop setting. The fear caller started this. <laughs> I'm gonna finish it. The fear once Banana Man rose, fear caller was like, "Oh shit, that banana person is incredibly powerful. I'm gonna keep doing this, but oh, I hope they never swim over here because they will fuck <laughs> me up with a knife in their teeth." Oh Jesus, they're swimming this way. Oftentimes, Banana Man will send an image, an afterimage, an illusion to the island. Of him swimming across with a knife in his teeth just to make the fear caller go, Oh, Jesus, no! <laughs> Give me a D6 for a bomb. <laughs> They're so strong, Jeff. Like Conjure, Big Jeremy, Banana Man, even they're like, Oh, no, I can't even tie his yellow shoes. <laughs> I don't think they know about the Banana Man. I don't think he wants <laughs> oh, them to know. Oh, it's super regional? <laughs> Nobody outside of Thistle Bottom Cove. <laughs> no one knows of the power. But everybody feels the aura. <laughs> There's something over there that I can like it brings me to my knees with like power. Like it's overwhelming and immense. Like that Goku feels Beerus type thing. Like whoa, what is that? But I'm not going over there. I don't want that smoke. Two fish. Someone uh, saved my life on the battlefield. To this day, I will never leave a friend behind. Who was it during the initial? I think this is when someone this is right like when they we said they were a warrior in town right uh i'm gonna give you a story yeah i know you got a good one so old top we said was a we said was a warrior we had said that like was a hero around town i picture old top travel i picture old top you know went and did did like heroy quote unquote heroy eye rolly things right yeah like of course. there was a time when he was a young man 
wanted to be a big famous person. Got in over his head. Got in over his head. Got got cornered. You know, like, and, and for a moment felt real fear, right? Like there was, maybe it was a nightmare that like almost destroyed him. And then that nightmare was beaten back and, and Old Top's life was saved. And he pulled to his feet and he stared and he was like, thank you, but why? And he said, no, don't worry about it. It's just, it's how we do things around here. We look out for each other. And he said, but why? And he's like, because, because we're all in this together. It doesn't matter. It's just how we do things. No, but why are you a pickle? <laughs> don't worry about it. So this, well, I, I, don't worry about it. They had passed through Emerald Ivy, and Pickles the Pickle just like you know drop kicks a nightmare in front of them after like battered and bloody. They're like, go get something to eat. The banana pudding at the Emerald Ivy cafeteria is to die for. And they took one bite, and they're like, oh, I'm going home. I. It's time I went home. It's time I went home. Give me a D6 for a flaw. Wow. <laughs> this is so stupid. Five, Ant. Wants to hunt a man for sport. <laughs> Wait, I'm keeping this in because, y'all, we rolled on a table for it. That one of the results was like, wants to hunt a human. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they were just randomly, like, in the results, like, uh, I bet it'd be really compelling if this, like, Dungeons and Dragons character really secretly wants to hunt a human for sport. No, like, how would you use that? Like, you know how you all, like, present your characters at the beginning? And it's like, and by the way, in my background, if you fuck with me, I will <laughs> I fucking hunt you down. But we, we're sport. all party members. You hunted a person for sport? Yeah, you can never trust me. This is awful. <laughs> I don't want to play with the person that randomly walks up and is like, yeah, so my name's character's name is Roy. He wants to hunt someone for sport. What's up? Let's it's, play. It's this fucking dream. <laughs> By the way, I do infinite damage. Oh, God. Uh, what, what number did you roll? Uh, five. I obey the law even if the law causes... Ah, oh, I don't like that. I don't want him to be a cop. <laughs> uh... I rolled a five, but we don't want them to be a cop. So... <laughs> you want... Do you... So I'm going to give you a choice of two. Okay, okay, are we at that point? My hatred of my enemies is blind and unreasoning. Okay. Or I'd rather eat my armor than admit when I'm wrong. Okay, now I'm going to go, because we said that uh, the hatred thing, it, there's no hatred there. It, yeah. it, it's like, you know, if they hate, there, there's no, if that's the case, they wouldn't go to war, you know, they don't go to war. Yeah, so I, I think it's just they don't like to admit, he doesn't like to admit when he's wrong. No, absolutely not. That's just like a character part of him, where this is someone who, let, let's break this down real quick. I know we're at, well, God, reality, we're at, right now we're at 52 minutes, but we're at like 48. So uh, the reality of this person is, this is someone who left this town to be, and was a warrior. That means this nightmare stuff had been happening, and yeah. they were like, I'm out, you know, this sucks, you know, I'm going to go find, you know, adventure, or they left to find a power that could beat back the nightmares. You know, in typical, like, that kind of idea, maybe. You know, mm -hmm. if you're a warrior, we always say, like, the typical hero, like, Dungeons & Dragons-esque, like, you know, murder traveler is someone who's like, I'm always on a quest to grow stronger. I think this is someone who grew up in the town of Thistlebottom Cove and, like, spent their life not doing anything they actually wanted to do, going to sleep at, like, 7 because you can't leave at night or, like, staying up all night terrified. And, like, I'm going to go out, seek a power that can fucking beat back the fear caller and, like, free my town. And this is someone yeah. – and then, you know, they travel. They acquire this amazing combat ability. And on the, and then at the end of the day, like, they couldn't beat back a – still couldn't beat back a single nightmare and were saved by, like, a jolly dancing pickle. Yeah, You know, and so I think this is someone who's like, I'll never admit I'm wrong, 
But like, you know, I don't have any hatred for my enemies, I mean, like, because it's it's not that. Having anger and having resentment and wanting revenge will never give you power. It's just about protecting your community and keeping other people safe, just like that pickle did for me. Now, yeah. can you elaborate on <laughs> they'll never admit they're wrong? This is the thing about them where they're like, so is that like more so just talking to them personally, they, like mowing the get, lawn? They get drinks, like they get drinks wrong a lot. <laughs> it's about service. The customer is not always right. I, I'm sorry. I ordered no tomatoes on my sandwich. I know. I know you did. No, you. I, that's fine. You're just, you're wrong. You, you, it, it makes the sandwich better. Yeah. Eat like, the tomato. Yeah, I see that there. Yeah, we did put tomatoes on that sandwich. Are you, aller- are you allergic to tomatoes? No. Like, is just, it, are you just, allergic? No, I just don't really. Then, then, then you need to, then it, look, it's going to make the sandwich. If you're allergic, then we'll, we'll honor accommodate. That. But, That's fine. But if you just if it's just you don't like the taste, like try it. You have to try it first. Take the pickles off with your own hands because we are not we're not doing that. We don't offer substitutions. No. Oh, I like that. I'm sorry. I ordered a, I ordered a, I ordered my margarita on, on like straight up. This is on the rocks. No, I know. I know. We use a lot of we use a lot of of, of tequila and, and triple sec. We need that water. You need you're going to want it watered down. You're going to want it watered down. You're lucky this is the legit only bar in town. <laughs> Never admit they're wrong. A little stubborn just because, like, they're a little disgruntled because they have to, especially at work, they have to hide the fact that they're the banana man. They work a lot. Yeah. This is not someone who adheres to what we talked about earlier. It's like, you know, take things at your own pace. This is like someone who wakes up and is, like, mowing the lawn, doing also, people's dishes. <laughs> what I want to throw out, the closing detail is, like, okay. taking a cue from my own life. Okay. Which is... I think running the bar, like, work is legit, like, what calms them down. Like, they're a stressful job, and they're like, all right, I'm back at the bar. I get to offer up my drinks. No, no, you got you, I, you, You're a Manhattan person. Just drink the Manhattan. I'm fine. And they're like, ah, great. I get to, like, I get to let out my frustrations with people arguing uh, with customers. I like that. I get to make drinks for people. Like, it's rowdy. There's an atmosphere. <clears throat> this is my happy place. When I put on that suit... I provide the happy place for everyone else, and this is for me. That that, but the bar is for me. He wear what? What is he? Can he, can he wear a bright yellow tuxedo, a banana themed tuxedo, every time he's at work? Oh yeah, it's implied. He tries to yeah. give people hints that he's banana man. Yeah, you try that banana. You just try the banana man. I hear the banana man swears by it. Wink. Ew, why did you just wink at me? Ew. Oh, do I have something? Did I wink? Oh, I must have gotten some grapefruit in my eye. Winks again. <laughs> oh, man, that banana man sure is ripped. Bet he doesn't have arms like these, though. Flexes in the tuxedo. And they're like, oh, yeah, I guess you're pretty juiced up, too. Yeah, wow, you look okay. pretty fucking big. Wow. Okay. All right. Yeah. Weird, weird flex, but okay. Bet the banana man can't rip 100 pull-ups right now. Okay. I mean, that's fine. Wait, I, I would rather you just get me my sandwich. But I think the people of the town are very defensive of the banana man, so they're like, he totally fucking could. Don't you, you dare. You know he could. You know he could. Don't you dare slander the motherfucking banana man. I swear to, I swear to fucking God, Roy. <laughs> Roy, you take that back right now? The banana man is at my apartment right now taking care of my sick cat? So I really appreciate it. Oh, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. I love me some Banana Man. Everyone <laughs> thinks that the Banana Man is in there. Ha- when they're out doing something fun, everyone is like, but I thought the Banana Man was in my backyard cutting my lawn. No, I thought the Banana Man was in my kitchen right now doing my dishes. And they're all like, oh my God, what if there's multiple Banana Men? Well, wait, <laughs> then who is? No, but my house was overrun by the Walking Dead. Like, I thought the <laughs> Banana Man was going to, or I was like, yeah, I should actually probably go. should probably go. Oh, it, it, oh, yeah, no, I bet they're doing the dishes and all these things. Maybe there are multiple Banana Men. 
Roy, you look exhausted. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's a wrap. That's a wrap. Uh, On the Banana Man. Sing me a song. Oh, my final detail about Sing Me a Song, Banana Man. Every night is karaoke night. Oh, for sure. They sing. Roy sings a fuck ton of songs. Karaoke, deeply passionate about it. Does sing. He he he's a bit of a mic hog, and it's very frustrating. That's why he said he sings a lot of songs as the Banana Man, even while defeating evil. <laughs> he will sing like you know he'll sing Thunder Road. Yeah, fuck. That's a rap on Old Top Roy Steamhammer. Is that the right? Banana Man. The Banana Man. You got exactly man. right. Fuck yes. Ah, oh, thank you so much, Nick, for your prompt. Nick used our Discord to submit uh, prompts, and you can do the same, but there's a lot of ways you can do it. What you what you waiting for? You can tweet at us at AMFC underscore podcast using the hashtag fantasy children. You can post them to our Facebook page at facebook.com slash allmyfantasychildren. You can email them to us at allmyfantasychildren at gmail.com. You can go to bit.ly slash AMFC Discord and post them there. Or, I don't know. You just tell them, tell us in person, I guess. But I mean, it'll be unlikely that we remember them. Yeah, find me at work, and then I'll fucking be really angry. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> would um, you though? Like, how would you be angry? If I would you were, be like, deeply uncomfortable if someone. Oh, if someone was in the restaurant and was like, "Hi, I listened to the show," you, I would literally just pour you wine all night if you were of age. I would be one of a cry and t- second you'd get anything you wanted. Or what if they like didn't tell you I listened to the show and just literally like as they were handing you the check were just like prompt a night for a thousand years i would freak we waited for this moment and you're just like huh i would freak the fuck out and then they just left without saying a word yo i <laughs> they wrote it on their on their, on their receipt <gasps> holy shit like that shook me like the idea of that because all at work i have like the fakest smile and like attitude of like hi oh yeah let me tell you about the whole black bass like so if i got that i would be like oh my god the the veil has been lifted somebody cares Holy shit. Except I'll never tell people where I work. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, do that. Um, something I want to do, Jeff, is uh, can you plug your Patreon here? Yeah. Uh, Patreon.com slash Jeff Stormer. I promote the podcasts that I produce, including uh, AMFC as well as Party of One, which is an actual play podcast focused on two-player role-playing experiences that you can find at partyofonepodcast.com. As well as the games that I produce, articles that I write, all that kind of stuff, you can find it at patreon.com slash Jeff Storm. Yeah, I have one too. Patreon.com slash Eric Tanisayas. You can become a backer and help support all these fun things that I do, and you can get discounts on voice lessons and shit, and have access to literally my ear in a private Discord channel where you can ask me literally anything you want about like voice work, character creation, the podcasting. I will help you with any project you have. Um, all My Fantasy Children is proud to be a part of the One Shot Podcast Network. Uh, One Shot Podcast Network is home to brilliant podcasts like Courier's Call, System Mastery. If you want to learn more about bad games from some like super knowledgeable nerd guys, it's super fucking good and informative about learning about like the bad parts of tabletop. And it's, and fun it's funny. Laugh. And it's it also is. just, it's very funny. Yeah, those two are really great. And you should give that a chai. Um, but yeah, find all that stuff at oneshotpodcast.com. And you can find our entire feed there as well. We have lots of episodes. Um, what else do we do in the show? Verbal hug. Uh, a verbal hug this week is that your time is your time and should be valued as such. Your projects are second to you. You know, sometimes podcasts will come out late. So be it. Like, I like you are more important than the things you create and your time should be valued as such. Take some time for you separate from doing things and making things because... Uh, because the stuff will be there when you get back and the people that you're making it for will be there when you get back. Exactly. I couldn't agree more. Um, as someone who edits this, and I'm probably going to edit a bit tonight, but not all of it. 
I recently went through, like, after uploading all those episodes, I was looking at them, and I was like, oh my God, I stressed so hard about this episode, like, getting it out on time. And in the end, it's just going in this big vault where people can enjoy it at their own pace. It implies this idea that your listeners are like ravenous and are gonna be like angry with you if you're not which is also incorrect because our listeners are wonderful so i I remember being like oh my god i stressed so hard here this is please enjoy it and people like a month later were like oh my god i loved pickles the pickles like oh i'm gonna need to stress less and so yeah it's just make things at your own pace you know do you worry about fill your life up outside of work that's the most important thing do we do anything else on this show no i think that's it damn i think that's it all right well until next time good night and good game A word from our sponsor, Dad's Bar and Grill. All right, just talk over the music, you know, say all the cool stuff you want. So whenever I'm ready, right, just talk into the microphone, say all the stuff I want. Yes, Roy, it is your commercial. Say whatever you want about Dad's Bar and Grill. You know, make sure it sounds friendly, make sure it sounds fun. You want more people to come on over. Yeah, 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 yeah. I gotta tell them about all the great you drink specials we down got. To and Dad's like, how sometimes you never know. You never Banana know Man might roll up, whoever he is. I don't know. Man. You know, you never know what you might get at Dad's Bar and Grill. Banana Man, he'd be here. If he were here right now, he would talk right in that microphone, man. He would kill it. He would kill it and tell you what. Okay, that, thank you, Roy. Thank you. That's very great. But make sure you talk to the mic. Okay, okay. I'm ready now. So, Banana Man, say he comes into the bar and grill, right? He would be all like, hey, everybody, drinks are on me. <laughs> Does Banana Man have a lot of money? I don't know. I don't know. You ever think about, hey, you ever think about how much money Banana Man has? You know, I don't know. Maybe he has a successful business. I don't Remember to speak into the microphone, Roy. Please, speak into the microphone. Oh, yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. But could you imagine if Banana Man had his own business? Wouldn't that be crazy? I bet it would be all Banana Man themed, right? Like all the drinks and all the food. If, you know, we knew who he was and if he wasn't some kind of really cool crime-fighting nightmare hunter, you know? Okay, great. You want to start the commercial now? Yeah, 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 yeah. I thought I figured it'd just be kind of like off the top of my head. You know, we all just talk about our favorite things about the Banana Man and about, you know, the restaurant, about Dad's Bar and Grill. Because, you know, we want people to think that the Banana Man could be there at any time serving you drinks, you know, right right across the table from you. All of a sudden, a drink slides across. And what is it? A yellow mitt. And you go, oh, is that the real Banana Man? Or is it just a staff person in a Banana Man suit? You don't know. Maybe the owner is the Banana Man. You know, you never know what you're going to get at Dad's Bar and Grill. Dad's Bar and Grill. Banana Man. Banana Man could be staring in your face right now. Banana Man could be behind the bar. I'm the Banana Man. It's me, Roy. I'm the Banana Man. Don't tell anybody.